Yo, yo, this is Justin B. Bieber. Hey, it's Ariana Grande. Just the interviews. A Zach Sang Show exclusive podcast. Zach Sang Show chilling. We got Heather. We got Dan. We welcome Cody Simpson back to the studio. Hey, hey, hey. Good to see you. You too, man. Thanks for bringing that hat here. Thanks for having us back. Feels good. (laughs) Us. Or me back. Hey, you by yourself this time. Yeah, I know. Well, him in the hat. (laughs) So you're all the boys out here. What is it like not having Reef around? Pardon? Reef, that's his name, lot, right? Yeah, a lot less um, eventful. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> a lot fun. Less entertaining, yeah, yeah. Not it as exciting. Pardon? Not as exciting. He's a cool dude. He's a cool cat. How are you doing? Fantastic, mate. Yeah, you're living life. Living life. Making music. Yeah. What, what 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 are we doing? Are we doing a song a day, song a week? What, what's your um, well, we your just rate? Dropped, uh, we just dropped um, Underwater, which is uh, a single that um, came out last week, and uh, with the B side to it called Pirates Dream, which is mm. a acoustic kind of ballad b-side and um we put those out together and so far people are people are super stoked on them so everything you're doing is yeah. being anchored in like like legitimate music and live music right like even the b-side right like you're doing a strip down it, it, it's a ballad yeah yeah different than underwater yeah but why was it important to release both at once um i wanted to for well sh- first of all i just have so much music that i've written lately that i yeah i i didn't want to just chuck one up first. I wanted to put out, you know, two two aspects and two sides of my, um, you know, uh, artistic sort of um, vision that I have for myself, which uh, it does incorporate these contemporary, um, you know, still sort of guitar orientated pop songs that I absolutely love writing, and then um, these acoustic, you know. Um, Sing a songwriter, not sing a songwriter, just songs I write and yeah. sing um, <laughs> and play. <laughs> you know, that that um, I think um, the people that that dig me and that listen to me enjoy from me too, and and have for a while. And I wanted to um, uh, keep that a part of my, you know, um, I wanted to keep releasing those. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, Underwater is a great record. Thanks, mate. Thanks. When you're writing these songs, I know you read a lot. Yeah. Do you get inspired by the stuff you read and oh, you yeah. can kind of catch glimpses of those books in the songs? Completely. Completely. I may mean, take from uh, all kinds of poets and authors and, you know, fellow songwriters and things. And, and um, I'm big on taking thing, uh, pieces of imagery, words I like, and um, incorporating them into my own lyrics and songs and poems and things and um i do read you know quite avidly so um yeah i i it's very evident i think you know for for those who'd be sort of familiar with some of the literature i read um to to hear it in in the lyrics you know um it's obviously hard to to condense it all into you know a pop song but (laughs) um you know definitely you get the um images kind of flashes throughout but so like the pirates say the title again a pirate's dream pirate's dream dream i mean unless you consider yourself a pirate is that (laughs) no is that i mean you could be a pirate in some form i guess maybe in a past life or something (laughs) yeah does that come from the literature you've read read um not not specifically no not that one um where does that come from where does that uh, name even come from it's my it's my fascination with um life it was just my fascination with kind of life on the sea or something you know just wanting to it was um a story i wrote about um 
uh, a guy who'd been away at sea and returns back to you know port to wherever he's from and and um uh finds his woman again only to to um find that she'd been kind of taken captive and there was a bounty out for her arrest and stuff and cool. you know, she's this wide wild kind of girl and they end up escaping at the end of the song and wow. um that's kind of the basis of the the story behind it so i do enjoy writing these you know two to three minute acoustic you know stories that you know can accompany these these um more contemporary tracks that i think offer um and another aspect of you know what I'm doing and what I have to say. Do so. you feel like you have to dumb down what you have to say when you're creating the contemporary records? Um, no, but I, I do. I, you do have to kind of make it compact and concise, and you know, fit them into, you know, um, a certain time frame and certain beats and certain yeah. you know th- situations. Um, I don't mind doing it. You know, I, it's just another another way of writing. What is your fascination with water? Why water? <laughs> Why do you like water um, so much? Because <laughs> you swim. Yeah, yeah. It's just been a, it's been a kind of intrinsic kind of uh, part of my daily routine ever since yeah. I can remember. I think I um, both of my parents were professional swimmers. Um, I didn't know that. Um, that's how they met. They met at Olympic trials in eighty. Something. (laughs) (laughs) Back in the day. So so long ago, Um, the 80s. um, And they, uh, I learned how to swim before I could walk. That's um, that's not a saying. I did learn how to swim before I could walk. Your parents just like throw you in a pool. They're like, all right. I was in swimming lessons from, yeah, six months or something. Oh, nice. um, So that, I ended up becoming a uh, competitive swimmer through the majority of my life until I moved here. Um, and um, between that and like doing a lot of junior lifeguard stuff and um, like sailing and you know surfing and just all these kind of water-related activities, I was never very good on land. Um, <laughs> I've never been good at sports with balls. I've never been good at <laughs> sports that you know balls. just required my feet being on grass or yeah. like. You know, so it just, I don't know, it's just been, it's been a, a crucial part of my, my life and well-being ever since I can remember, athletically, mentally, like, you know, mm-hmm. as a whole. So I can't help but writing about it. I, I'm drawn to it and I just, I write about it and like, I don't sometimes feel comfortable if I'm, if I'm, my lyrical concept doesn't involve that because, you know, thematically it just makes so much sense in my head. It's just it's like all you easy. know. It's very easy. Yeah. And I like easy. There you go. <laughs> so you're saying your theme is water, right? So your brand is water, right? Your brand is the water. tide. Water. Water. <laughs> My New Jersey accent is gross. <laughs> but so, but the ocean. Think about diff- that ugly god song, water. Do you know that song? <laughs> Which one? No. Splish. Splash. Oh, like ugly god. Record. You said uh, like a trap record. Yeah. <laughs> but the the ocean. Yeah. Obviously different than a pool. Yeah. I feel like the ocean represents a little bit more. Even like this idea that you, even going back to a pirate stream, you go out and then you make your way back. It's this idea that like you can look out into the ocean, you can see literally nothing but water for, I mean, almost it's, what seems like forever. Right. Yeah. No, it's it it's it's very dreamy and it's very. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It, it's a, it's just an exemplar of the in, interconnectedness of like, you know, everything and. I, I like writing about those themes. I like writing about, you know, that's what I kind of called the band The Tide because it, you know, 
it's just about the flow you know the music for me flows pretty well pretty easily and mm-hmm. i wanted the the band name and i wanted the live experience and the the music and the the tone of the music and the um the late you know yeah just the overall vibe to um to exemplify that feeling and yeah Word. so what inspired the song <laughs> underwater um it was one of the first um we we kind of jumped back into the studio um and it was one of the first one my my two bandmates adrian and sharif um um, or Reef in this case, quite funny that his name is Reef. It all connects. Yeah, <laughs> good theme. Um, we started uh, we started working again, and they they both started um, producing um, a lot um, in that time. And like when we first started, it was a lot of just all live, and then you know they kind of went into some more contemporary production work, and um, they were just coming up with these awesome tracks. And Adrian my drummer um slash producer who yeah. produced um underwater um just came out with this really rad beat and um it kind of it was nothing but just um messing around with lyrical cadences and different you know kind of things it was a real step for me like in especially into more sort of like contemporary pop music um to be putting out a song like this because it does it is a little bit more um of a of a um contemporary production and mm-hmm. you know all that so but I, I absolutely love it you know and, and um you know, i love where we're headed with it because you know i want i want things to be fresh and i want things to be modern and that's what that is for me for sure is that the balance right because li- live instruments are in rock and roll is yeah, in, exactly, man yeah. people want yeah. live yeah they just do they want people playing the instruments yeah exactly and they want nostalgia but with a very contemporary feel yeah they want nostalgia with they want i mean we all want timeless with you know a fresh edge to it of course that's kind of where where our heads are at with it all you know we 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 don't want to be stuck in a certain time period or we don't want to be stuck in you know we don't want to be stuck in the now either you know um so we kind of draw from variety of yeah I mean, that's like... It, Stars. What is your inspiration... Where does your inspiration start? Because you're taking your inspiration, then you're kind of molding it, yeah. right? To, to, to fit a little bit yeah. while you're still being, like, creatively pleased yeah, on yeah. The, the B side. Yeah. Like, for Underwater, did it start somewhere else? Or did you know that you needed to do a contemporary record? No, it started with the... Um, Adrian already had the track formatted completely, so I was just fitting my lyrics and melodies into it um so yeah it it definitely wasn't like we'd started on guitar and brought it to this place like it started it almost it almost started he had a lot there was actually a lot more synths and things in the original version that i ended up replacing with guitars which you know did give it the feel you know that we're going for as a group um but it kept you know the drums were the same and everything else was the same so it, it did retain that that really fresh kind of feel. I really dig the anchor on your hand. Ah, thanks, mate. It's Did you cool. guys feel like you needed to create more pop music to get more people to listen? No, um, it's just it's just kind of what we what we felt going in that time. Like you know, we felt like we did what we needed to do when it came to doing a you know a more sort of rock inspired uh, mm-hmm. EP, and then we went in and uh, when my head was at, you know. Or and, and is at or has been at um, was uh, 
that's where it was, you know, just mm-hmm. kind of went in. I was like, I want to make this and I'm feeling this. And it just, it started to pour out even a lot easier than the other stuff did, to be honest. And um, I'm excited to see where it goes because, you know, I think like we just kind of tapped into something really rad. Um, What's the hardest part about starting a band? Um, figuring out splits. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> <Some> publishing credits. <laughs> no. Um, That's a part of it. <laughs> finding musicians that gel, like that gel well together, you know. And um, I think it's I think it's difficult to be like I'm gonna start a band and let's go audition drummers and let's go audition guitarists and. We did audition guitarists, and um, we were going to be a four-piece, and I was going to have a backup guitarist, and then I just ended up um, figuring that it wasn't worth it and that I could cover all the parts myself and ended up doing that live. It's it's a challenge. It's, it's a bitch to do live, kind of, but it's, <laughs> but it's good fun because it's brought me to a place mu- musically that I didn't think I'd have been at prior. That, you need that. As a trio, gotta... it's like, yeah, I'm like playing rhythm and lead and singing, and it's like it's great because it's, it's allowed me to improve immensely rise to the occasion yeah exactly but um um there was no for us there was really no hard part about it it was very very natural me and my drummer met and then we went out and played some gigs we were playing with another bass player and we were out playing gigs with another band for a few weeks on the road and uh sharif was playing in that group and they ended up breaking up and we stole him because we used to go out (laughs) after our set every night to watch this band play just to see him play because oh, he was just up there just you know his long dreads and he was just shaking him <laughs> around we're like we need we need to steal this bass player every night we'd talk about it and you know we're like and then at the end of the tour the, this band broke up and we um adrian flew to new york and asked him to come to la with him and start uh recording so it's kind of that yeah the rest is history yeah yeah wow. Yeah. Is there a reason you're now talking like you're doing this stuff yourself? Like even in the music video, it's just you. Have you taken on more of like a face of it, and they've kind of taken a step back? Um, I mean, Adrian, Adrian's just away. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, he's he was just uh, we we had some time off, so we went out and was playing gigs with another buddy of ours, you know. But um, that was that. Uh, but I mean, like I, in a sense, sometimes. I'm okay with going out and talking about it myself because yeah. um, I did put it together and mm-hmm. um, it is my project and was my initial vision in a sense and they're fantastic and I'm so glad they're involved in it. Um, You're Cody Simpson. But, they're the tide. But I am okay <laughs> with going out and talking about it alone. Zach Sang Show. Hey, are you one of those people who think it's okay to drive stoned? What's the worst thing that can happen? You end up driving below the speed limit? It's no big deal, right? Wrong. The truth is, reaction times slow way down when you're high. You not only put yourself in danger, but everyone around you. Talk about a buzzkill. Stop kidding yourself. Seriously, it's not okay to drive high. If you've been using marijuana in any form, do not get behind the wheel of a car. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high and get a DUI. Zach Sang Show. I've always wondered, like, if, if you were to create music as just Cody Simpson without the Tide, would it sound different? No, I think it'd sound, exi- I think it'd sound the same because I'd probably still do it with them. Um, yeah yeah. i think you know i mean it'd just be a different name um or at least at least it's what i feel like it would be i mean i've all the stuff i'm making now i'd probably just be making regardless of what the uh you know the name Mm -hmm. of the artist was or what the the title of the band was or yeah how many songs are you sitting on 40 nice album ready 43 it's a healthy amount (laughs) 
maybe 42. Would you ever bring in outside producers or are you just working with your crew? Um, at the moment, kind of working with the crew. We've got a couple other guys that come in and, and um, I've been extremely um, helpful production-wise. Like I've gone out and done a couple sessions that I was just going to be writing for other artists and then um, they ended up working really well for what we were doing. So we, oh, wow. I then brought them to the boys and we, we'd build them out you know, our way and stuff and that's kind of happened a couple times but for the most part um uh it's been it's been just in-house cool how much was that uh guitar you ruined in the music video or i assume it's ruined it went underwater (laughs) yeah no it's it was a sacrifice we made mate we just grew (laughs) the things we love the most (laughs) um i uh, god i'm not sure how much it was um enough to be sad about (laughs) um a uh Sacrifice for the art. If you're doing it for the art, it's all right. Uh-huh. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you all live together, the three of you? Uh, no. Um, we live pretty close, though. Um, Adrian and I live in Venice, Venice Beach. And, cool. Yeah. Um, Sharif lives closer to Hollywood, but, you know, when it's not 4 p.m. on a Wednesday, it's quite easy to get around. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. You went back to the beach. You left the beach for a while. Yeah, I went over to West Hollywood and then... That didn't last very long. <laughs> Why? Back down. Um, uh, just like vibes different, mate. I, I like being by the ocean. I get it. Mm. Do you go out much in Hollywood or do you kind of stay by the beach? We go out much. Yeah, I go yeah. out. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, yeah, when I'm going to go out um, with mates, I usually go over, go over to mm-hmm. Hollywood. I don't, I don't usually stay in Venice that much. Um, it's good fun over there at night, mm-hmm. you know, just in the day. I prefer to be, prefer to be oceanside. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. What was that underwear picture you posted the other day? It was just me and my underwear. I mean, clearly. <laughs> post, post shower. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, all of you. What yeah. inspires that? Do you, do you, what inspires that? Do you document that for private use, and then you look at it for a few minutes, you're like, the world, I mean, the world I, could see this I one. I just didn't have anything else to do at the time. You know? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Same. Yeah. I mean, you see that, and you're like, all right, you could see a full outline. Was there any question of, like, should I post this or not? Um... I thought about it, and, <laughs> and you did, did it anyway. anyway. Yeah. And nowadays, man, you know, everything's public. You know. Yeah, dude, that's just good content. He's just putting out the content that people want to see. No, yeah. You're not I love wrong. It. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Give people what they want, I guess. I <laughs> Does anybody call you after that goes up? Surprisingly, no. I didn't get a call, but I got a couple of mates were like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> Um, but I didn't actually get a call from my manager or anything about it. I think he probably thought it'd be good publicity or something. <laughs> good content. He's like, oh yeah, you're, you're you know you you you're showing. <laughs> you are showing very clear, um, very clearly, and that's good. Um, I don't, yeah. Two thumbs up. From the I don't mind it, man. You know, if you I have it. it, I mean, I grew up. I was in a speedo my whole life, so you know, I'm very comfortable in. You know, I'm s- naked. clothing. Yeah, very jealous. Yeah. I wish I had that confidence. <laughs> I'm in a speedo most days, anyway. You know, so. Do you wear so. a speedo still? Um, at the pool, I swim laps a lot for fitness. Um, you won't wear like. I won't wear a speedo at the beach, though. Gotcha. Not here, at least. Maybe in Europe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you will post an underwear photo to Instagram, and yeah. all. Yeah. Balances out. No, no questions asked. <laughs> <laughs> do you pee in pools? Sometimes. <laughs> what do you think of people peeing pools? Pardon. What do you think of people who pee in pools? Um, it's chlorinated, you know, kills kills it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you're midway through a training session, you know, and you you want to keep going. Mm-hmm. You don't want to get out. I don't cold know. Cold out. 
Yeah. Yeah. I feel like every time I get into a pool, I like automatically have to go. So I just go. Whatever. Right? Right? Whatever. You're lying if you don't pee in pools. Exactly. Everybody has done it. You're absolutely, yeah. You're absolutely kidding yourself. But I just want to know <laughs> if it's like an not. active thing. No, it's not a, like a daily routine. I don't pee in pools daily. You don't exclusively <laughs> urinate in pools? I don't like go to pools specifically to pee in them, no. no. He leaves his house and walks yeah. out. <laughs> you just That'd dip so into weird. your waist and then you get out? And get out, yeah. Steal my business. <laughs> you pee in, I don't, yeah, I pee, I'm in the ocean more so, you know. Yeah, yeah it's like a yeah. giant toilet. It's yeah, just so. coming. Do you yeah. swim in the ocean? Yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't he? Yeah. I don't, what else would he do there? I mean, the surf, waves like, are rough. Yeah, no, I, I, I grew up doing a lot of those kind of oceans swim races and things like that dope yeah very scary um you do a lot of that when you're kind of preparing you know junior surf lifesaving and lifeguarding and stuff you gotta do a bunch of that i did a bunch of that growing up yeah how long can you hold your breath for oh i don't know it's a hard-hitting question i don't know you can do like 130 that's a minute and 30 seconds that's really good wow what you and, know, dip, well, and you're alive after that. Yeah. No, he's died a few times. He's here. He oh, is. Gosh. <laughs> my best mate, my best mate I live with in Venice is a um, big wave surfer professionally. So he does Risky. breathing exercises like daily because like he, he'll get a call to go out and go risk his life, you know, the next week. And he sort of has to stay ready for it. <laughs> um, so he, he kind of like, he's kind of brought me in. It's just, it's good fun to try because he, he, he trains for it quite diligently. So I, kind of join him sometimes what does he do that's a big he's a big wave no, but like, how, how long can he hold his breath for oh, um he's 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 at about three and a half Jeez. Yeah. wow um any less than that he'd be he'd be um risking his life you know that's to not be out yeah unreal how long wow. did you have to hold your breath filming the music video because you were underwater for a while i assume yeah i mean it was that was only like 30 seconds at a time um i would have it was a lot i was trying you know because we did the whole guitar i did the whole guitar solo underwater and that's a good you know 30 seconds but i'd do that multiple takes of that um you know luckily i'd had that experience before otherwise i wouldn't get that shot but um no it turned out really rad and a lot of people didn't really believe that we were doing we actually did it underwater um and then we actually played underwater and then i would sacrifice a guitar in the manner that I did. Um, but you did. But I did. Man, is there anything stressful in your life? You seem to be pretty carefree. Um, yeah, there's stresses, but, you know, I try not to let them get to me too much. I don't <laughs> know. the life I want to live. <laughs> um, are you high strung? You know, high, there's, you guys are high there's stressful things in life, but, like, every time I yeah. see him or, like, see what he's doing, like, on Instagram, he's just having fun at the beach, hanging out. <laughs> it's the way he deals with it. Good, yeah, he's just... I mean? it's, like it's all facade, man. I'm a hothead stress case. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. He gets home um, and just free, just, his entire apartment is yeah. just trashed because he has to lose. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. I'm not sure how or why. You live. I live. That's exactly. what you do. Underwater is a single that's out right now, plus Pirate's Dream. We don't know when new music is going to come, but it will be coming. You have 40, anywhere between 40 and 43 songs ready to go. <laughs> Are you still writing actively, even though you have that library yeah. ready for release? Yes. Always, I'm tr- always trying to beat what's there. What Do you, do you um, jot down lyrics on a daily? What's your deal? Most of the time, yeah. You carry around. Well, I used to carry a notebook, and I just use my iPhone notes. There you um, go. It's a lot easier. But, um, yeah, daily jotting down lyrics and things. Um, always just kind of trying to beat what's there. And if I beat what's there, you know, just discard the old one, throw the new one in. and um, Yeah, 
Do you find yourself writing about your own story or writing about other people's story? Uh, both. Both. Um, uh, majority my own, but, you know, once it's once it's released, it's kind of everyone else's at that point. Of course. Um, Beautiful. It's kind of hard for, you know, people ask me what this or that means. And, you know, after a certain point, I don't know anymore. You know, it's just kind of there. It's like out there. It's a like public domain. You know what I mean? Yeah. And take it, use it, whatever, you know. It was mine for a minute, but, you know, after that, it's not really mine anymore, you know, once it's out there. As long yeah. as they pay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, would you change anything about your career if you could, like, looking in the past? Because you've had so many ups and downs and such an interesting career. So, like, looking back on it, would you change it? No, not a, not a, not a day. Um, at least so far. <laughs> <laughs> um you know, you you have times where you. I think everyone has times where they look back and like, oh, if this didn't happen, then that would be different. And that, but then that's then that's just a, you know. Um, I mean, I guess it's all kind it's of like led- a ripple effect in a way. Because mm-hmm. if one thing didn't happen, the butterfly it's like, you effect, know, right? Yeah. Is that what it's gonna- um, well, of course, but I was always like, so if you obviously have this big fan base because of what you did back in the day, but that also may be preventing other people from giving you a chance. Why? Yeah, maybe. Why? Because they just know Cody as this kid who right now there's, they still see the name Cody Simpson. They're like, I just know him from back in the day. And the music is obviously completely different. Music, you answer. I have my own thoughts because I've, I've think? known you for a long time. Yeah. You know, pre I, 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 whatever. Um, I don't know. I think people have moved. I think people move on over uh, after a certain period of time. Of course they, people and, move on, but they still might hear the name and they'd be like, I just know him from back then. They won't even realize that you have this completely new sound. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, I think it's, I think it's just evolved over time. I mean, people decide they want to check it out and want to come along they can if they don't they don't um there's enough people in the world to uh you know to go around yeah, <laughs> to right? all the different artists too many people some might say enough enough artists to go around too mm-hmm. and whoever cares to dig my stuff cares to dig in and who doesn't doesn't i guess um i haven't thought about that a whole lot but um for me it's kind of just been a natural evolution and the thing is is i'm 21 mm-hmm. so I got a whole lot of time. Yeah, but you've had a lot of time, right? Like yeah. y- even when you were starting, I mean, now what is it? Ten years ago? Some eight years ago? It's probably yeah, four, thirteen. Yeah. If, if if somebody's not going to give your record a shot, if they see it on a playlist or they hear it on the radio because they remember that one Florida record, mm. then that's just ridiculous. Which was a great record. Great song, by the way. <laughs> Loved it. But also, I mean, well over it, like eight years ago. You yeah. know what I mean? It was yeah. so long ago. So for anybody to walk well, into... It's the his- same psychology. is like, you know, if you, you, you listen to... You could listen to um, Wrecking Ball... And not necessarily be thinking about the best of both worlds, mm-hmm. or you know, or exactly. you know, uh, Bieber's new track with you know, and not necessarily be thinking about only girl, you know, yeah, yeah. So I think it's that same kind of thing. And if if you're consistently releasing, you know, solid records, and you're consistently sharing, and and which is what we're doing now, you know, people people. People don't hold on to things that long, I don't think, you know. Do you think there's a worth in albums? Um, I think so if it tells it, if it's a 
tells a story, you know, if it's a narrative, if it's cohesive and, and it's, um, you know, I think, I think songs can exist on their own, but I think that, you know, it's like if you're a painter, you can, you know, you can make one painting that people enjoy, but you know, you can all, and if you want, you can go to the gallery and see the whole thing. And that's great too. But I, I dig both. I mean, it's definitely, um, definitely less desired than they used to be. Um, but I don't think they're, they've lost their worth. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. But you said something. We don't hold on to things the way we used to. Yeah. The consumption rate of music is at an all-time high. Exactly. So yeah. the only way you stay relevant is to release a song every few weeks. Attention, pan- attention spans are shorter. Um, but then, you know, by doing that, I think you you then build a base of people that are, are consistently and, and um, you know, actively paying attention to what you're doing and therefore would listen to, you know, a full-length record. Um, you're that's right. not everyone, but you know, and then there's, and then you'll have the, the listeners that only have time for one track every month or two months or whatever that, you know, th- is. And, um, yeah, that's cool too. Cause they're still hearing it you know, still listen to it. Underwater. That is a single right now. Pirate Underwater. Stream. Dig it. <laughs> Final thoughts. Have you got to congratulate Justin on his engagement? No, no. Mm. Um, I haven't spoken to him. Um, but very happy for him I think, it's fa- I think it's fantastic you know mm-hmm. it's um I've known them both pretty well over the, the last you know five years or so and um they're good they're a good pair that's for sure you know a good match yeah yeah beautiful yeah are you gonna get engaged no not anytime <laughs> soon mate <laughs> no I don't think I'll be engaged pre-30 there you go. But then if I do, you know, people are going to look back on this interview and be like, ha, the same thing. Like, <laughs> Hit it. Got same it. thing I said when I was 14. I was like, I'll never get tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> said that in an interview or something, and, like, someone made an edit of me saying that, and then, like, a cut to all the photos of my like, <laughs> tattoos. Um, so that may happen. Who knows? You never know what's going to happen. Yeah. Are you cool with seeing old photos of yourself like that? Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, it's just, like, a very public Facebook page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? But you can't delete them. <laughs> no. yeah. They'll be around forever. There, you know, um, you start to accept it after you know a period of time. You just become so on you know so unattached and so unbothered by by it that you, know, you just look forward. Yeah. Did you write underwater yourself? Yeah. All you. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Really, is a beautiful song, man. Thank you. Thank you, mate. And I thank you for uh, taking the time as always. It's been many years you've come to do the show. Thanks for having me. My love to your sister, your brother, and your mom and dad. The thank best you. ever. Final thoughts? Anything? Uh, just quick. Is is radio plays important to you? And album sales and stuff like that? Yeah, I think. Um, important because they allow for you know wider reach and consumption mm-hmm. of what I'm doing. Therefore... Um, making the shows larger, reaching more people, giving more people the experience you want to give them, um, helping more, you know, and, you know, if it's the right, if you're, if you're intending to do it in the right way, hopefully helping them and by doing that. So, yeah, it all kind of comes around mm-hmm. for the circle. You know, these outlets, if these outlets kind of help and expand your, your reach, it's just, I do care about it. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Cody Simpson and The Tide. If you haven't, listen to them. They deserve your ear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks, thanks for right. hanging out, man. Nice. That's nice of you to say. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> this podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.